This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Come on in, it's the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Glad you're with us on this Wednesday, and hello from Salt Lake City, Utah, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly, and the Pelicans uh, continue their road trip here out west where they take on the Jazz tonight at 8 Central on the Pelicans Radio Network and Fox Sports New Orleans. It is, um, it's cold here, <laughs> tell you what. Uh, it's in the 20s, and there's a lot of great, beautiful snow outside um, I'm missing New Orleans, that's for sure. We've been gone now since uh, last Friday night, um, but always a good stop here in Utah. And had a day off here yesterday. Uh, a couple of us uh, went up to Park City, and, uh, you know, of course, that's where the uh, a lot of the Winter Olympics uh, venues were in 2002. So we checked them out and had a good day outside in the snow. It was 17 degrees up in Park City, um, so we were layered up. But we had a good time, and we got away from things just enough to uh, – Give us a fresh perspective on things today, and that's what we'll do with David Wesley. It is a Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report, and uh, David, of course, the analyst for Fox Sports New Orleans, will join me downstairs in the team hotel lobby uh, here in uh, short order, and uh, we'll then run off to uh, get ready for tonight's game. Football-wise, Wednesday is not really Wednesday. That would be tomorrow, so Thursday is going to be Wednesday, and you get the idea um, with the schedule now. Spread out a little bit due to Monday Night Football. We will talk football today, though, with Gus Cattengill, whose show, The Sports Hangover, on ESPN Radio New Orleans, is moving to afternoon drive, 3 to 6 p.m., and we'll uh, ask Gus about that uh, move to the afternoon drive time slot for his show, but more importantly, we'll ask him about the conversation he's having with his listeners regarding the New Orleans Saints this week uh, in between the win at Tampa Bay and uh, this Monday Night Football game coming up at Detroit. So, good stuff on both sides of the ledger for you, and we'll uh, continue from Salt Lake City with David Wesley right after this. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans on Saturday, December 26th at 6 p.m. when the division rival Houston Rockets come to town. The first 12,000 fans receive a free Pelicans t-shirt, courtesy of Morris Bart. Pelicans Fest pregame block party tips off the phone at 4.30 with live music by Five Finger Discount, inflatable games for the kids, and a whole bunch more. See an all-star battle with Anthony Davis taking on James Harden and Dwight Howard. Tickets are limited. Visit pelicans.com to get your seats today. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. The Harlem Globetrotters bring their 90th anniversary world tour to the Smoothie King Center for two shows Saturday, April 2nd. Witness some of the world's best athletes execute unbelievable feats of ball handling, trick shots, and comedy. It's the team's most epic tour in 90 years and a lifelong memory in the making. Score your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and don't miss your chance to get in on the action at the Smoothie King Center Saturday, April 2nd at 2 and 7 p.m. Guess what day it is. Hump day. 
Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Well, our show continues from another hotel lobby, so that must mean it's a Wesley Wednesday. That's all we do is meet in hotel lobbies, and here we are at the Grand American Salt Lake City, seated uh, just a few yards away from what David Wesley just described as the biggest Christmas tree ever. Ever, David? Yeah, ever. It's, it's outside. It's like um, 900 feet tall, and it has lights and bulbs and snow on it. It's, it's a beautiful thing. There's just nothing in the lobby as far as tree goes. They've got decorations. Nice setting, good good kind of uh, thing going on here. I, I'm, I like it. A little fireplace in the back. Yeah. Man. Altitude's treating you well, huh? Yeah. We, all we need is some mint julep, and we're good. Mint julep. <laughs> How does that fit? Where, where are you going with that? Speaking of uh, altitude, uh, David uh, and myself were up on the mountain yesterday. Snowmobile time, Park City, Utah. Um, we've done that twice now, and I would say that you, uh, you've got the hang of it. Man, I, I, one of my favorite things to do now, um, it's unfortunate when we come here on a back-to-back and we don't get that opportunity, but two years ago we did it. I had a blast. Yesterday we did it. Each and every time I come more and more prepared, better, better layered, and, oh, man, I'm out there and – just we were out we were the first ones out there so there was some limitations i need some time when there's no limitations i just want to go wild you need to buy a cabin i think and a snowmobile that you can get away to oh wait a minute hold on all this occurs during basketball season doesn't it 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 does and and i don't love snow and cold that much i'll take these trips to utah and i'll go do it then i don't need a cabin up where it's cold Yeah, our good friends at Red Pine Adventures up in uh, Park City uh, took us out and taught us a little bit more yesterday, and that was a lot of fun. And it was a good distraction for us, and and we've needed it, I think, because the Pelicans have struggled again here over the last couple. Uh, Alvin Gentry saying the other night that uh, the Pelicans are the ones that are winning the games by beating the Pelicans, um, which I thought was right on the money in a lot of ways. You know, last week the theme seemingly was um, are we getting a maximum effort? Are we playing with some toughness? Here in the last couple of games, I think they've cured that. But now, uh, Coach, rightfully so, says uh, smarter basketball is indeed uh, in severe need here. There's no question about it. And, and, you know, I talked about it during the game. They're beating themselves. They're, they're, they're making unforced errors. Uh, they go out there, you know, out of a timeout, and three guys know what the play is, two guys don't. You know, those things, they just can't happen. Margin for error, again, very small, especially when you're trying to win. Now 1-12 on the road. On the road is tough to win anyway. And so when you're on the road and you're you're trying to get wins, now you've, so to speak, cured that energy effort situation. And now you're you're doing small stuff that, that just, at the end, beats you. Missed free throws, missed assignments. Um, and again, only each and every one of them can cure those things. And, and I've said it probably last week, each individual has to go out there and do their job and almost do it perfect at this point. And you're not going to be perfect, but you, you got to have that in mentality. I'm going to try to do it perfect so you can do it your best. Pelicans have lost seven of the last 10. They have not yet won on this road trip, which continues here in Salt Lake City tonight against the Utah Jazz. Never an easy place to play. Um, what one fix, David, would have the greatest impact for this team right now? Uh, well, there's, there's, there's one thing that, that really shows up for me is where Anthony Davis's 
thinking and scoring the basketball. Out on the perimeter is not is not where he is being successful right now. I think we had a graphic up that between eight to sixteen feet, he's shooting like twenty seven percent. He's shooting, you know, forty just outside of that and thirty three for three. But inside he's shooting sixty seven percent. There's not too many people that can guard him. Start there. If that's working, don't change it. Get him the basketball, and then he's got to take shots. On the perimeter, yeah, if you're hot shooting the ball from three, have a blast. If, the, if it's not going that night, drive the basketball. There's been a, a discrepancy in that, uh, I think it was the Portland game or maybe it was the Chicago game, 29 to 11. That was a jump shooting night. That's why they lost that game, in my opinion. They shot jump shots. They weren't getting to the paint. So more drives to the basket. You know, this league is layups and three-pointers. Let's get some more layups. Yeah. Let's, let's, get, let's try some mid-range. And to me, that will start changing maybe the mentality, which might help start fixing what's going on. Um, we'll stay on the offensive end of the floor. Uh, up top, Tyreek Evans, certainly a very unique style of play. Now it's been probably enough games that we can start having a, a good, deep conversation about this. How do you mix Tyreek Evans' unique style of play and running a floor with the Alvin Gentry system, which features tempo, pace, ball movement? Um, there's going to be no perfect fit, I understand that, but how do you meet in the middle there a little bit? Well, I, I think anytime you have him in a transition situation, he's going to win most of those. In the half-court situation, when you move the basketball and he gets to catch with the defense running at him, again, that's a one-on-one situation. He's going to win that. He has to have patience to do that. When he goes into the dribbling drill, all is lost. Bad possessions, late shot clock, um, turnovers, things like that. It, it's for him to decide, and he can fit in this offense. What they don't understand is this offense is going to work for them. They have to let it work. When they try to do it, they struggle. And each and every one of them, at some point in the game, it's my turn to sh- shoot. It's, 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 I got I to gotta, I gotta get this done for the team. And before you know it, they're down 10, playing catch-up, and they haven't caught up all year long. Yeah, no, these double-digit leads, uh, it's amazing. Is that four now at least? They've at least held a double-digit lead and, and, and go on to lose the game. So is it fourth-quarter breakdowns, or is it – is it something that's systemic over across four quarters? Well, it, it, each and every game, it seems to be different times. Okay. Uh, certainly in the fourth quarter, it's happening quite a bit. But in the fourth quarter, you're thinking, let's go win the game. And for some reason, that translates to players sometimes as, I got to go win the game. No, no. You've been doing something for three quarters. Three quarters, let's not fix it. Yeah. It's working. And... For some reason, sometimes in that fourth quarter, you start getting more of the one-on-one. You start getting that slow-paced walk-it-up. A lot of times, they take a long time to get into their offense, which then puts them in a shot clock situation. You'll see them kind of wander around. He's not in position. He's not in position. And then, therefore, tough shots, turnovers. I got to go do it. A lot of dribbling, bad possession. How bad, does the, how bad do the Utah Jazz miss Rudy Gobert? They're 2-5 and five in the seven games he's missed with a knee sprain right now. Well, long, long body, um, shot, shot blocker, defender, clog up the middle, you know, kind of make up for some of their mistakes. 
he hasn't become offensive yet, but you can see that there's potential there. And so um, it's, it's a big thing for a young team like Utah to have their big guy out, uh, and it's hard to replace that kind of size. I get concerned when I see Utah, Boston, a couple of other teams that play physical, kind of want, want you to answer their toughness uh, with toughness of your own. Uh, that's something the Pelicans haven't handled very well as of yet. No, they, they haven't. Um, the Orlando game sticks out, um, Boston game sticks out, where those teams aren't more talented or better, but they play harder, play more physical. They go get rebounds. And the last time the Pelicans were here, uh, wire-to-wire win, um, big lead again, and playing catch-up. And, yeah, the score may say something different, but at the end of the day, Utah just – had it going, and there was nothing the Pelicans physically imposed upon them to stop them. So um, if if they come out with that kind of lackadaisical play, um, they could end up losing again here in Utah. Um, is this a game where you can just shoot them right out of the building? I mean, let's say you just get hot tonight. Would that cure a lot of ills? I, I know – I know that's not the long-term fix, but maybe a night where you just just everything goes in might be kind of nice. It, it would be. It, it would be. But I, I think in some ways that could send a false message. Yes, it could give you confidence. But if you don't understand how those shots are going in, if, if all of them are tough shots and they're going in, uh, then you don't let your offense work for you. You don't execute. You don't pass the ball around. Uh, you know, and, and guys get kind of funny about that. Uh, I'm not getting my touches or – I was open right there. When you share the basketball, not only is it contagious, it's a lot more fun to play that way. It gives you energy then on both sides of the ball where, hey, yeah, I just got me a touch. I'm going to sprint back. I'm going to get in a stance. I'm going to play hard. Uh, When you're not, when things aren't going well, your shoulders slump. You you get that kind of funky attitude, and then your defense, you know, oh, I'm – oh, well, he drove by me, you know, and – it's kind of a snowball effect. You're down 10, you're playing catch-up. And so, yeah, it'd be great one night just to see the ball go in every time you shoot it, but that won't cure what's what's going on. David Wesley is always spot on basketball analysis. Not so much with a Christmas tree, but basketball-wise, <laughs> he's got it. Wesley Wednesday here on Black and Blue Report. Uh, did you post a picture of you and your, your get-up yesterday and your snowmobile on, on Twitter or whatever, InstaFace or Snappy This or... Did you did you do some social media with that? Because you you looked very Call of Duty Halo type yesterday with your with your goggles and everything. When we were on the lift going up to Deer Deer Park, Deer Valley, yep. Deer Valley yep. uh, I think it's when we took the three man with us all. Um, I posted that, which was which was fun. So um, the three of us, me, you, and Victor Howell, uh, at some point took a selfie. I made sure I posted that, but I posted all of them. You know, great pictures from up high and and all the things we did. Great lunch up at Deer Park, Deer Valley, whatever it is, up there in the Deers. Um, It was was a great day, and and that is the, the biggest tree ever. So I don't care what you say. All right, fair enough. To each his own. Merry Christmas, everybody, from David Wesley and Sean Kelly here on the Black and Blue Report. We'll try and cap this visit to Utah with a win tonight. And we'll have more, of course, on our podcast in just a moment. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. 
tri-level billing, so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We continue on this Wednesday from Salt Lake City, Utah. It was the Pelicans get set to take on the Jazz tonight. Uh, the, the Saints really will begin their uh, full practice week in earnest tomorrow. Well, everything's pushed off a day with Monday Night Football. That allows us a little extra time to bring in a guest we haven't had, and that's Gus Cattengill, who... Uh, joins us from Oxford, Mississippi. He is with the Tulane women's basketball team. Uh, more on that in a moment. But, uh, Gus, first of all, congratulations. Uh, your show, The Sports Hangover, on one of the Pelicans affiliates, uh, ESPN Radio New Orleans, is moving to afternoon drive, and I think that's uh, probably going to be welcomed by many. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, as you can probably know, and obviously uh, through our friendship, John, I, um, I don't shut up a lot, so I kind of need that extra hour, even my wife tells me. Do you ever let anybody talk or just listen? And that's my issue. So two hours, uh, you know, it's fun doing lunchtime and, you know, getting done and being able to obviously attend practices and go to the facility again and see what the Saints have been up to this fall. But I miss being back on drive time. And best part about it, especially as you mentioned, being a Pels affiliate, uh, you know, hopefully get folks ready and geared up for a Pels game. Because I still think, Sean, I still think we're going to get a nice spring uh, I guess, pushing this basketball team, a little too much talent on that team. So I know there's a lot of people that love to still talk a little basketball, and especially that's going to help, especially going into tip times when they're, you know, around right after the show. No doubt about it. Have you have you determined, you've been doing this a while now, mm-hmm. have you kind of determined what your style is? What would you say it is? Honestly, I, I think it, the way it all started with the premise, and Saints Collins Larry Holder, which I'm speaking in com, and I started this, Literally January of uh, 2010, our first remote ever was the Super Bowl. Three weeks after we started, we just literally said, hey, let's get in the car and go to the Super Bowl. we got to cover this. The Saints are there. So um, it, it really just kind of came out of what it's like to have a bunch of guys or, you know, ladies as well. When you go to a bar and you sit at a bar and you're having a beverage and you're looking at the game on the screen and you're just talking. And I think that's, that, that would be the best way I would describe my style. It would be like, you know, you, you and I and Daniel Wells is going to have a beverage after a game, and we're watching the late game, and we're talking about Kobe, or we're talking about whatever's still on, and, you know, Warriors on, and we're just chatting in that style and that manner. Um, when when we have guests on and stuff, it, it, it's like that. It's, it's not really uh, about 
I guess, trying to get as much in-depth issues and things that nature. Just more conversation, you know, and trying to tell the stories that are going on and what it's like to actually do what we do. Because at the end of the day, as you know, Sean, it's sports. It's not real life. we got a lot of nonsense going on in the world. And people that have higher pay grades than us make more important decisions. We're, we're watching sports, whether it's football, basketball, baseball. You're a Cards fan. I'm a Cubs fan. It's like that. You know, we kind of rip each other on Twitter, have a little fun when we see each other in the locker room. That's what the show is about. And, uh, and I think at the end of the day, to try to make it entertaining and more important, don't just sit there and talk about what the triple read option left trap block is and all that. The guy went to the right and the guy's either blocking well or not. I mean, you know, let's, we want everybody a part of the conversation. All right. With that being said, Gus, what has <laughs> the conversation been like this week between you and your listeners regarding the New Orleans Saints? You know, it's interesting because we went last week and one of the newest features on Twitter that's really fun is you can put a poll, right? So we did a poll last week of if the final quarter of the season for the Saints, they finished wrong, would it change your opinion on the team? Sean, it was 75% no. I was surprised by that because I absolutely think the way this team finishes the last quarter of the season, the last four games, it's kind of a big deal. It's important. For starters, I think for a fan base, you want to see your team compete. You want to see them win. Nobody wants to watch a Texans-type game. You want to watch a Panthers-Buccaneers-type game. Exciting plays being made. You're involved in the game. You want to see, secondly, what are the building blocks for this team moving forward? Obviously, we know what Sean Payton and Drew Brees' situation can or cannot be. They're sticking around. You have the cap with, with Drew Brees. You know, Obviously, I don't see better options out there, but we need some building parts for those guys to do that. And you're seeing guys like Willie Sneed step up. You're seeing you know, a guy like Tim Hightower be able just to take that opportunity last week in Tampa on defense, Halo Hikikaha, Stefan Anthony. You're seeing some really young talent kind of make some plays. It sounds like Kenny Vaccaro in the locker room the last couple of weeks has been, um, you know, kind of stepping up as a leader vocally, saying, you know, things need to change to go to the football a little bit more, things like that. So, to me, there's a lot of different things why I would say, yeah, it matters how this team finishes. 0-3, 0-4, 1-3 is a big difference to me than 4-0 and 3-1. And, and I think it could also lead and help from some decisions perhaps based on emotion, right? I mean, Sean, you go 1-3, 0-4, who knows? You know, fan base is going to ship everybody out of town. You know, we're done with it. Or you go 3-1, 4-0, you go and look, they're 8-8. Eight eight. They're going in the right direction. They can't wait now all of a sudden for the draft. They can't wait for free agency. They can't wait for training camp and, you know, OTAs to start. So that's been the conversation. But I was surprised that a lot of fans, they're, they're just down. And I think maybe if the team does end the season playing good football at the very least, it could change that. But I was surprised by that poll. Yeah, I am too. Uh, because I guess I'm – I'm in lockstep with you in a lot of ways, and maybe more for me than anything else. I want, I want this young group of players that you're going to have to build upon here to right. gain some confidence and feel good going into the off season. So I'm with you on that. Uh, Monday night's interesting. You know, Detroit has been up and down, and and here are the Saints maybe showing some signs of life uh, down the stretch here. What are what are your maybe some early storylines with regards to Saints and Lions come Monday? I think for starters is what you just touched on, the continuation of some of these building guys, these building blocks, and how they're going to go on the offensive end. Hadn't it been nice to see what Andres Pete can sort of do at guard? That's going to be an interesting situation, right? Do you move him at tackle because 
Well, Zach's got a pretty decent contract that you just recently gave him. Do you maybe go there? Um, do you shift and do those things? But he's playing better every week that he goes. And that line, I think we see it. You see it every day in front of you. If Drew Brees is protected, the guy still has it. He still knows where to go with the football. He still has strong enough arm to do that. Keep him upright. Um, it's nice to see maybe some of his receivers, Coleman maybe starting to go to maybe where Sneak was in the first week or so, you know, capture two of some importance in third downs. But seeing what Willie Sneak's been able to do, I think it's all eventually going to help Brandon Cook. So I'm looking to see that offense continue to be consistent more than anything else, Sean. It's great if you score 14, 20 points early, but if you only score in three or six in the second half, that's what I want to see. So consistency continuing with this offense, the running game as well. And on the defensive side, just the continuation of where Dennis Allen's kind of defense is sort of going to be. I thought it was interesting Jameis Winston at the end of the game in Tampa was asked if he saw a difference with this defense. And he said on third down, Dennis Allen's defense was a little more confusing to him this go-around than the last time. So just, you know, seeing that continue – um, those are my early storylines for that, just overall as a team. And then to me is I'm hoping Megatron doesn't come out of this, I don't know, he's lost or something. MIA shot one catch for 16 yards last week for Detroit. I, I'm at a loss with that. His team started slow. They got hot a little bit, and then they're kind of teetering back. So I think it's a game that obviously I feel the Saints can win. I just hope Megatron doesn't go off like that. Golden Tate's been their big guy, but I'm still shot. I had to look at that box score a couple of times and go, one catch, 16 yards? It was, it was odd. Yeah, no, very odd. And I think that most Lions fans would describe their whole season as odd, to say the least. Uh, Gus, we got to run, but uh, congratulations and all the best with your new time slot, 3 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Radio New Orleans. And um, and have a great call tonight, Tulane at Ole Miss. Is that correct? That's it. It's uh, 6 o'clock. So right after I sign off and get that, and hopefully I can get – actually, it will be done by the time I can – Tune you in, man, and listen to a little Pels and Jazz. Yeah, we'll be up late. That's for sure about that. And hopefully maybe we get our first one on this road trip. All right, Gus, my friend, take care and uh, all the best. Absolutely, man. Good luck to you guys. Thank you. Gus Kattengill with us here on the Black and Blue Report. We'll uh, finish up here on a Wednesday in just a moment. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. A big thanks to our guest today, Gus Cattengill, David Wesley. Don't forget, we're on the air at 7:30 Central Time tonight. 
Daniel Salerson will be hosting Pelicans warm-up, and then Victor Howell and I will um, call the game for you just after 8 Central from, uh, it's like Vivint Home Security Solutions Backpages Arena or something. They've got a new name over there. It's uh, a little wordy. Uh, it's not quite the Delta Center that it used to be back in the uh, Malone-Stockton days here in Salt Lake City. So we'll be at the building down the street where they play basketball. I will say that, and we'll be excited to bring you the action as the Pelicans will look to uh, win their first game here on this five-game uh, road trip. Otherwise, football will pick up in earnest tomorrow, and uh, you might want to keep uh, your Saints mobile app handy or visit uh, neworleansaints.com tomorrow afternoon to check in with John DeShazer. I think there's going to be some uh, some roster moves with some guys injured and having to replace them and whatnot, and, and we'll see how that goes. There's sources saying a lot of things today, but uh, I will wait until tomorrow and see what the team has to say with their first official injury list uh, and or transactions tomorrow afternoon as they begin their first full day of preparation for the Detroit Lions. So that'll be important for us to do, and uh, we hope that you'll be back tomorrow for another edition of the Black and Blue Report as well. We'll recap to uh, tonight's game and have a whole lot more from you from Phoenix, Arizona tomorrow. So with that being said, I'm Sean Kelly. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. Go Saints. Go Pelicans. We'll see you next time here on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.